This is Arrested with Mike Brooks and Atlanta criminal defense attorney Dan Conway. Thanks for joining us here on Arrested. Well, this past week, and it'll probably be going on maybe for another week, uh, the hopeful new attorney general, Bill Barr, has been in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee for the for, for the good part of all of the week. And then um, on Wednesday, Barr was talking about what he thought was the single most thing that can we can do in the gun control arena. Problem of our time is to get an effective system in place that can keep dangerous firearms out of the hands of mentally ill people. That is should be priority number one, and it's going to take some hard work, and we need to get on top of the problem. We need to come up with agreed-to standards that are prohibitors of people who are mentally ill. We have to put the resources in to get the system built up the way we did many years ago on the on the uh, felon records and so forth. We, we have to get the system working, and it, as I say, it, it's... it's uh, sort of piecemeal a little bit right now. We need to really get some energy behind it and get it done. And I also think we need to uh, push along the, the ERPOs uh, so that we have these red flag laws uh, to to uh, supplement uh, the use of the background check to find out if someone has some mental <laughs> disturbance. This is the single most important thing I think we can do uh, in, in the gun control area to... Uh, stop these massacres from happening in the first place. So, Dan, now he's talking about some things we've talked about in the past. And uh, he's talking about the red flag laws. And uh, that that was just one of the things he talked about. But he says that this, that's the single most important thing we can do in the gun control area. And he's talking about, Dan, he's talking about these, these ERPOs, as he called it, which uh, are... Extreme risk protection orders, and which we discussed a few weeks ago. Exactly, but this also didn't play well with some folks who are supporters of the Second Amendment. Interesting. Yeah, it was interesting because um, there, there were three things that came out in here that really that that I uh, saw as concerns. Uh, two, one, a couple of things that. Uh, I figured other people would be concerned about it, but I actually thought were good things. Um, and just to understand um, why we're discussing this is just so, uh, you know, the listeners understand, this is the spot for the Attorney General. Right. The Attorney General is the chief law enforcement officer in the United States and runs the Department of Justice. So we're talking about uh, someone with immense power uh, and who runs the runs the beast, if you will. If If, if anybody... Is riding on the back of the beast, you know, in a with a cowboy hat on, right? And a, right. And a saddle. It's whoever's the attorney general at the time. So that's why we're discussing these issues um, uh, with respect to uh, Bill Barr, William Barr. So there's one thing was that I said that he said was is he was asked about the Mueller investigation, right? And with Mueller, he said 
Uh, he actually apparently knows Bob Mueller very well. Oh uh, yeah, he and Mueller are very, were very good work friends. together. Uh, their wives also are are very very, very close. good friends, right? Oh yeah, so they're very, <laughs> they they've known each other for years. So he was very clear that he won't be bullied by anyone. Uh, with respect to the, Mueller, will be allowed to complete his investigation. Uh, and uh, as this, I think this is critical for the attorney general to be able to go in there and say, look, uh, you can say what you want about the Mueller investigation. Uh, my personal opinion is that it's time to wrap it up. It's been going on a long time, but he'll be allowed to do his job. Uh, and then the, the second one I have greater concern with, and that's uh, his past support for draconian punishments for especially involving drug and firearm charges and the types types of things we were just talking about uh, under the First Step Act. But things have changed. Things have changed, but a leper doesn't always change his spots. He was already Attorney General under H.W. Uh, Bush back in the early 90s, and uh, Senator Cory Booker asked him uh, if he felt that uh, drug and firearm crimes that disproportionately hurt blacks and Latinos and uh, especially young men, should be changed and disproportionately affect those communities. And uh, would he be? And he told uh, Senator Booker uh, that he'd be willing to look at these alternatives, but he was. But it wasn't clear to me that he has changed his fundamental his fundamental view. And he did not give me any indication with his response to Senator Booker that he is willing to look at fundamental changes to our criminal justice system, which now favors, in some circumstances, uh, white. And this is my opinion, yeah. but white and well-off criminal defendants over the poor and young men in black and Latino communities. So but but, how, but where, does this first step, where does the first step that we've been talking about today, first where does that helps. come into this? Well, the first step helps a lot, um, and that's a good thing. We want to move forward with that. And I'm not saying William Barr can't change. He, he stated that he was changing and that his positions had evolved with respect to Senator Booker's question. My response back is, we'll see. Again, uh, we criminal defense lawyers tend to be pragmatists, so we'll see. <laughs> that's that's a polite way to put it. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, we are where we are, right? Uh, and then now, finally, let's the, and uh, we can talk about this some today and get into it more next week. Sure, but because uh, um, this we've really got to unpack, and that's this uh, thing with the red flag laws. So, okay, and just to go back, the red flag laws, right? Right. They are a threat to the second. Fourth and Fifth Amendments of the United States. Uh, all three, not just the Second Amendment, but the right to bear arms, but also against unreasonable searches and seizures, not supported by probable cause, which is the Fourth, and the Fifth Amendment rights to due process, right? Because there's almost no due process with the red flag laws. Again, you have a secret, I would call a secret kangaroo court deciding whether or not somebody, a government official, can take away your guns on the basis of the word of one individual, usually. That you are a danger to yourself or and others. And you have no ability to respond before your guns are seized. Your, search, your house is searched and ransacked. And gun-toting government officials come into your house, which in the United States is supposed to be your castle. And you have no right to even address the issue because it's all held in secret. So I have major problems with this. The thing that's key, and I'm going to leave this on for today, is that he mentions, and this was mentioned in the letter by the organization that opposes his nomination. Right. What Barr said is that the Second Amendment is based upon the Lockean notion and right of self-preservation. 
And what it does is that it allows people to basically possess firearms. Right. But the problem with that is his idea is that the Second Amendment is what allows people to own firearms. Right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll continue with this discussion next week. We appreciate you joining us this Saturday morning on Arrested with Mike Brooks and criminal defense attorney Dan Conaway on the new talk. Thanks for listening to Arrested with Mike Brooks and Atlanta criminal defense attorney Dan Conaway. While this show provides general information, it does not constitute legal advice. The best way to get guidance on your specific legal issue is to contact a lawyer. For more information or to schedule a meeting with an attorney, please visit ConawayAndStrickler.com.